And welcome to my podcast, Your Neighbor V Speaks by Veronica Young. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about overcoming insecurities. So let's get into it because we don't have to live with these uncertainties anymore. We don't have to live with these feelings of mistrust, anxiety, and inadequacy. Okay? So first off, I want you to understand exactly what insecurity is. Insecurity is a complex mix of emotions, thoughts, and behaviors that significantly impacts an individual's mental health and emotional stability. Now, they can stem from various factors, both internal and external, whether it's deep-seated fears, doubts, or uncertainty. And it could impact a person's self-confidence. And sometimes we don't realize that we're impacted by certain things or triggered by certain things because we've sat with it for so long. And you may have done the same thing, sat with something so long to where you felt like it's a part of you. And it's not. What you feel is something that has made, is there something that happened in your life at some point that has made you feel that way. And the first step to overcoming insecurities is understanding the root cause of your insecurity. Why are you having these negative feelings? Is it because you didn't have the open communication? You Now you breed in jealousy and it's hindering your growth and the harmony of romantic and platonic relationships. So I want you to kind of understand and see if you can start realizing where your insecurity is coming from. So I'm going to give you some potential causes of insecurity in your relationships, whether it's platonic or romantic relationships. Okay, so first off, it could come from low self-esteem. Past traumas. You may have as a child, your mom might have left you for two or three days and now you have trust issues. Now you have abandonment issues. Now you feeling rejection all the time and you're afraid of it. So you sit with those insecurities. Your attachment style. How do you deal with people? How, what, how do you do with, how well are you when people decide they want to walk away? Do you feel like that you did something wrong? Do you blame yourself? Lack of communication, that's another thing that can cause insecurity because you may not understand why a person is treating you a certain type of way or a person may not understand why you're a certain type of way. But if you can't communicate that, that's going to cause problem and insecurity. And simply, I feel like all of us can relate to this in some type of way, the lack of trust. When you're, it might have been your parents made a promise that they were going to do something and they didn't do it every time they made that promise. Or if you're in a romantic relationship and a partner cheats on you or you continuously catch them lying, all of those create insecurity issues. And for some people, they may say, oh, that's small. Oh, no, that's no, that's actually a big deal. And I know you may have experienced that at some point in your life. It could have been a different scenario, but you've experienced that. 
and your feelings are valid. Don't allow anybody to make you feel that what you've been through doesn't impact the person that you are today because it does. So if some examples that you may experience are, oh, you may overthink and overanalyze everything. That's a sign of insecurity. You go out and you sit in a room full of people and you the person in the corner and you analyze and just watching everybody. You not interacting, you just looking. Yeah, it's one thing to be observing, but it's another thing to sit back watching everybody else but then that that voice in your mind is probably having a field day self-criticizing right also too jealousy and possessiveness that's a sign of insecurity if you have friends or your family you get jealous when they bring new people around feeling like your spot is about to be taken or your partner, you when your partner go out, you want to clench onto him and grab him because you feel like somebody is going to just take him away from you. You know, like you become possessive, you become jealous. Um, you have doubts of word of worthiness and love and affection. Those are all signs of insecurity, which is why a lot of the times we accept the bare minimum because we don't feel like we deserve it due to the insecurities that we're not even aware of. second thing is develop self self-awareness that has helped me to overcome my insecurities and you can do the same thing you have to pay attention to your thoughts and beliefs that contribute to your to your insecure feelings what thoughts or what do you believe about yourself that makes you feel insecure That's a serious that's a serious question to think about and something to seriously ask yourself. Seek feedback from supportive friends, family, even professionals who can provide you objective insu- insights and reflections on your behavior. Don't be offensive by people telling you what they observe when it comes to your behavior or how you act because you will be surprised how that helps you everybody's not out to get you neighbor I'm pretty sure you have someone in your corner that you can trust and that you will be okay with taking their feedback but don't get me wrong I understand because I also used to be a person that was very defensive and when I tell you when I was that way for years I didn't grow at all so come on let's we gonna we gonna overcome these insecurities you got this okay the next thing to help you develop self-awareness is engage in personal development activities like therapy or self-help workshops that that facilitate reflection and growth It's okay to seek professional help. It's okay to help yourself. Going to get in women's groups or, you know, emotional support groups or any any group that you feel like you need to support you with your mental health or things that you may be dealing with, do it. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, I'm in therapy. I'm in therapy and it's helped me so much. I even have friends that are in therapy. And we used to be like, 
we didn't really think therapy was as helpful as we've seen we've witnessed it to be and now it's a priority like it's become a part of us in our journey so seek that professional help don't listen to people when they say why why would you go and listen to a person who don't know you those are people who they just not ready yet and that's okay everybody has their time it was one point I wasn't ready and you probably not even ready right now but that's okay you will get there at some point when you're tired you know another thing another step to overcoming insecurities is identify your triggers pay attention to the situations and the thoughts and events that trigger your insecurities and try to and try to identify the reoccurring patterns if you notice every time you're in this place dealing with this person or doing this certain thing if you notice that you respond in a certain way or your attitude changes negatively every single time then try not to try to get to the root of why is it making you feel that way what can you do to fix this like I know for I'm pretty sure all of us, or you may have experienced this, like you play your song and it reminds you of that person that may no longer be in your life. And you cry every time you hear it. You're triggered by that. That is something that you should be aware of. Maybe you shouldn't listen to that song if you're trying to overcome something. Or you go to a restaurant. Oh my goodness, this was our favorite restaurant. We used to always go here. Don't go to that favorite restaurant. It's triggering you. It's making you think about past events in your life. And that's not going to help you get to where you're trying to go. Because we're trying to go from, grow from things that hurt us. Not go back and revisit things that's keeping us stuck. We're not doing that. Another thing is build trust and open communication with the people around you. Let people know how you feel. Be open to express how you feel. I realize that when you can't, sometimes your insecurities won't allow you to embrace being vulnerable. It's okay to be open and vulnerable. It's okay to tell people how you feel. It's okay to let people in especially if you feel like you can trust them and as we all know trust is earned not given I'm really big on that so I get not wanting to trust everyone but if you know for a fact that you have people in your life that you can trust open that communication with them so they can get to know you a little better and understand you and why you are the way that you are or why you respond the way that you do we are mind readers, y'all. We're humans. <laughs> we cannot allow the way we were raised to keep us in bondage. Like, we breaking away from that. Express yourself without the fear of judgment. That goes into what I just said about open communication. Don't care. Don't be fearful of being judged. If the people around you are going to judge you, for something that you may have went through, that you may be experiencing right now, those aren't the type of people that you need and want in your life. 
Because if you think about it, if you've been the person who has been stagnant in your mind for the past five, six, seven years, and nobody has even tried to understand you, then you're around the wrong people. You're around the wrong people. The next thing I did was work on self-confidence. Like that's another way I've kind of been able to overcome my insecurities. And you should, I want you to do, I want to encourage you neighbor. I really want us to overcome these insecurities and to get over this hump that may be keeping us from getting on that other side where power resides. Because on the other side of all these insecurities and lack of self-confidence, dealing with self-trauma, past traumas, there's power on the other side. And I want you to get to that power. I don't want you to keep walking around putting people on pedestals that they haven't even worked to get to. Or putting them on pedestals and they don't even realize that they're on that pedestal, but you're over here hurting. No, we're done with that. So I want you to work on your self-confidence. You can build self-confidence by focusing on your strengths and your accomplishments. I don't care what how I don't care how big or how small it is. It could be something as small as I've been trying to go to the gym for the last six months. And I finally decided today that I'm going to go to the gym. Pat yourself on the back. You did something that you've been procrastinating to do for the past six months. Say, for instance, you decide, okay, I don't want to eat fast food for the next two or three weeks. Okay, you on week one and you already ain't had fast food for two days. Guess what? You did yourself a good service. You ain't been to fast food in two days and you've been talking about doing it for the past month. Pat yourself on the back. Make sure you thank yourself for the progress. Thank yourself, but also pat yourself on the back so you can keep on going. That is what gets us to continue to progress. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding that you will offer one of your friends. The way you treat your friends and show up for your friends, do the same thing for yourself. Remember, everybody has insecurities and flaws, and that's okay. Nobody is perfect. But one thing I learned is to embrace my imperfection. I used to be a self-critic like no other. It's like I used to pick on myself, and I've never been bullied before. But I was my biggest bully. And I'm pretty sure some of y'all can relate to that too. You look in the mirror, and all you could do is point out what's wrong with you, but can't give yourself one compliment a way to build self-confidence right like it's like we're not doing that anymore also prioritize self-care it promotes physical and emotional well-being whatever self-care looks like for you whether it's a skincare routine whether it's being on a wet uh um a healthy well-balanced diet or going to the gym or any it could be anything it could be you going to yoga. It could be you writing in your journal and exploring and gaining clarity through your writing. Like whatever it may be, do it. Don't short yourself because you don't feel like you deserve it. Because in our reality, when you don't do for yourself, that's what you letting yourself know. Like you don't deserve these things, so you just not going to do it. 
But if one of your friends call you and say, let's go have dinner for my birthday, you showing up without a hesitation, but you wouldn't, well, you won't even go and buy yourself a bag full of flowers on a regular day. It's like, no, we're not doing that. Okay. Also, identify the areas that you need personal growth and set goals to work on them. Like if you know that you going on a trip in the next six months, right? But your body isn't the, where you want it to be. My trip, if your trip is in July, okay, cool. Set, okay, boom, I got, I got five months to get my body right. I'm going to be in the gym three or four times a week. Cool. You working on that personal, like you're working on something that is personal to you, which is making sure that your body is fit to your liking so you can be able to embrace yourself while you're on your trip. Because again, self-confidence plays a big part. When we look good, we feel good. And that's an honest statement. Working on your personal growth, it can boost your confidence and your sense of self-worth. And y'all know how I feel about self-worth. I'm all about it because of the journey that I had to take to get to where I am. And I want to encourage you, you can do it too. You don't have to sit there and feel sorry for yourself and continue to listen to those negative thoughts in your mind. You don't have to continuously look at a body in a mirror that you don't like. You don't have to look on social media and wish that you can be like the next person. You don't know what their story is or what they doing when they offline. You won't be seeing the results from the work that they put in. So you don't have to do that. Work on yourself. And we gonna, we gonna do this, y'all. We are gonna do this, okay? The year just started. We got all year to work on ourselves. Another thing that I've incorporated while overcoming insecurity is maintaining healthy boundaries, whether it's with the people around me or if it's with myself, because personal boundaries are very important. But when it comes to both me, my personal boundaries and with other people, I can ensure when I have boundaries that my needs and my feelings are respected. If you can't respect my boundaries, I don't think you need to either, I need to enforce them, or if you feel like that you can violate a boundary, then you may not really care to be around me. To set boundaries, you first need to understand your own needs, values, and limits. If you don't know what you need, if you don't know what you want, and you don't know what you worth, how you gonna let somebody else know what you need? How how you gonna be able to tell somebody else what you will and won't tolerate if you don't even know? Tap in with yourself. To be able to set those boundaries. Communicate your boundaries clearly in the circle. Sometimes I have to remind myself of my personal boundaries. Like, no, Veronica, we're not doing it. 
Not today, V. You got stuff to do. Let's go, you know? And pay attention to your feelings. If something makes you feel uncomfortable or insecure, maybe that's a sign that someone has crossed your boundaries. And if that's the case, you might have, like I said, you might have to reinforce. Or a boundary may need to be established if a person does something that you don't like. Because some people aren't aware of boundaries. If you don't communicate a boundary with someone and y'all both are aware, then there's not a boundary there. You just know, not the other party, okay? The last thing is I developed coping strategies to help me overcome the insecure feelings and manage them and ultimately reduce those feelings. So, the first thing is challenging and reframing from negative thoughts related to insecurity. Anything that makes me feel uneasy makes me look at myself like ill makes me feel like why do they have this and I don't or makes me feel like a lot of people will say crazy I refrain from it I engage in mindfulness and meditation practices to stay present staying present is so important because you want to reduce from remuneration about past insecurities or worries about the future. Like staying present keeps you, if you worry about what's in front of you and worry about what's going on right now in your life and how you can make that present moment better than what it already is, or just enjoy that present moment, you won't have time to go back and looking on your past what you could have did different what went wrong and how that hurt you no that's so much room for insecurities to creep in also too worried about the future we're not there yet so why are we worried about it if you do if we do what we're supposed to do now if you work out now if you change your diet now if you get therapy now you won't have to worry about your future because as long as you show up things are going to change it's not gonna happen overnight it's a process and it's a slow process but you have to stay committed okay using positive affirmations to counteract negative talk negative self-talk y'all know that's my thing i love affirmations anytime you feel a negative thought trying to come in or negative talk like start saying positive stuff If you hear, oh, nobody loves me, nobody cares about me, I love myself. I love who I am right now. I love who I'm becoming. I have everything I need. You know, just, you have to shift that negative self. You have to to do that shift real quick, okay? And then concentrate on your strengths rather than fixing on the perceived weaknesses and failures. Don't focus on the things that went wrong. Don't focus on the things that you're not good at. Focus on the things that you are amazing at. Okay, you probably can, you probably a bomb dancer. You probably can dance so good. You probably might be a, take a, a amazing photographer. You might have three or four degrees 
focus on those things. Don't focus on the bad. Oh, well, I I did at one point get a get a bad grade or you know, it's just it's not worth it, y'all. We just want to focus on the things that make us feel good. Okay? We want to focus on overcoming those things and being as powerful as we were at some point before we start experiencing insecurity because we've all been strong. We're all strong. But at some point, we feel like life hit us and caused us to feel these feelings that we couldn't even explain. And as I've been on my journey, I'm just like, wow, so I've been feeling insecurity all this time. I had no self-awareness. You probably didn't even know you had low self-esteem. You had no coping strategies for when you just decided, I'm ha- like, I'm feeling this feeling. I don't know what it is. I'm just going to cry now. You probably had no way of deterring your mind or controlling the thoughts that you felt. You just felt like, oh, this is just whatever. No, y'all, it's, it's, that's not what it is. And I want to encourage you and empower you. And I want you to know that you're not the only person who's experiencing insecurity. It's a real thing. And it comes from so many different areas of our lives. And I just want you to get to the root problem of why you're experiencing it and understand why. And know that there's a way out. You don't have to sit there and deal with that. And I got your back, okay? I got your back. Now your neighbor V got your back, okay? So as y'all know, I love to end my episodes with questions, right? I want you to, like I say, use it as a writing prompt. And I kind of want you to brainstorm. Think about these questions and just write down how you feel. So the first, first question is, where does your insecurity come from? Just write it down. Brainstorm about it. Keep it to yourself. Maybe you can discuss it with a friend that you trust or something, right? The second question is, does your insecurities make it difficult for you to embrace vulnerability? So, ponder on those questions, brainstorm about them, and just get yourself to explore and gain clarity. That's my main goal, y'all, is for people to gain clarity as I ask these questions at the end of my episodes, okay? So, as y'all know, on social media, I go by your neighbor V. My podcast is available on all platforms. That's Amazon, Apple, Spotify, and even Google. Um, And as y'all know, I'm the one to let y'all know, you are the woman for the job, okay? And change starts with you. I love you. Bye.